Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Good evening, everybody. Today is Tuesday, May 15th, 2018. And we're here tonight with... Walter Check and Walter is going to be talking to us about what he's learned about how to deal with property taxes. So with that said, take it away, Walt. Oh, okay, great. Okay, we have we have okay. we have uh, a great show tonight. What I'm talking about here, there's I did some research on this over the last several days, you know, with property taxes. A lot of people don't look at this very much because everybody assumes if they have property, they have to pay property tax. Well, there's some caveats in this, in, in that typically when people have a shelter, a shelter is private property. Shelter is not real estate. They have a right to to exist, do they not? So a person has to have a right to exist. They have a right to have shelter. They have a right to be able to put a place to put their stuff and, and not where they don't have to do business. Uh, basically, the state is coming in, or the county is coming in uh, on behalf of the state, and they are saying, okay, uh, we're going to say that this is a business to give it a situs, which is a classification of a business for the property or the name or the all-capital name for the, that is owner of the property. And they say, here's your, you know, we determine your market value for the property, and uh, we're going to charge you so many mills per thousand dollars in the market value. Well, there's a whole bunch of things wrong with this picture. Well, first of all, everybody that's out, that's out there in this country does not have a business. They're not living in a business. They Most of the people out there that have homes, they have places where they reside as a as a home to have a shelter and have a shelter protect them from the weather and keep their their family safe in the weather and, and the hot and the cold and also put their stuff in a secure place where it's not stolen out in the street, right? But when the state is coming in and saying, well, we're going to have charge everybody property tax, well, there are certain, certain things that the state is doing which are totally wrong. First of all, they're, they're saying that that you have a situs and you don't have a situs. You don't have real estate. A real estate only deals with what? Business. I have all kinds of regulations I found about that in my particular process here. And then secondly, uh, the parties that they refer to, uh, they call you a person, an individual, uh, a, a other t- other citizen. There's a number of t- different terms that you define you as, and these terms are typically referring to corporations and partnerships and decedents and trusts and, and things like this, which are not a living being. So, what's wrong with that picture? And they're using all of the dis- different definitions to classify you as a business or a fiction. All right, so. So 
what we're doing here, I came up with some questions to challenge them with, also showing their own definitions from different tax codes from IRS, some different state tax codes, et cetera, that show that they don't have any right to do what they're doing. And you can come against them for a number of different areas for, uh, say, uh, criminal conversion to um, whatever. I've got about a dozen different things we can hit them with. But here's some of the questions you can ask them. Uh, for example, where are the statutes to create tax deeds for a homestead? Okay, they come in and they grab a property, for example, uh, just for the from the price of the, of the tax might be a thousand dollars or five thousand, whatever it is, and and basically they can't really resell that. They don't have they they can't create the tax deeds for homestead just based on the tax. The only person that really can sell the property is the original homeowner. He has a, he has that right. The state does not. They have no functionality in that area whatsoever that they're allowed to do. Another thing, too, is as far as the home goes, if it's a business, you say, okay, where, where are the tax returns with the IRS with the home was the home files, uh, home file with business? Well, where is it? I mean, if they don't have any tax filings by the home, it must not be a business. They're assuming that to be the case, which is impossible. That next is Where's their wedding signed assessment for their property? They have to have a signed assessment. They can't just send out an, a, a computer message and say, okay, you owe $10,000 this year, pay it, and have it, no signature on there, not signed. It has to be signed. If it's not signed, the signed assessment. It has to have some, some person's authority on there. They don't have any authority anyway. And the next is, for example, where is your claim that your assessed tax is uniform among the population? Have you ever noticed that, for example, you go down the street and you take a look at the different properties, that the tax rate is not uniform among the properties. You might have a one-bedroom, two-bedroom house, uh, a one-bedroom house, for example, a two-bath house, uh, living room and, and all that, in one part of town, and you have the same type of house in another, and the taxes are totally different. There's no uniformity, okay? If there's, if there's no uniformity of the tax, then basically tax is unlawful on the basis alone. The next, where's your claim that the market value of the property applies to an ad valorem value for a homestead that is not a silence or a business? The market value of the property, first of all, is only out there uh, when you're selling a we're trying to sell a property, you're trying to find the value of the property that you could sell it for. But if you're not in the business of trying to sell your property or or your property is not for sale, you don't have a market value. But they're assuming or making up a fictitious market value and assigning so many millions per thousand that they make up and say, here, you owe this much money. Well... If there's no market value, what are they what are they really making the basis on? There is no basis. Okay. Next thing is, where is there a claim that they that you have a market value for your property if it's not in the market? I, I think I just mentioned that. So if it's not in the market, it's not there. And then 
then words are claimed that they're not making threats to rights of coercion using the mail. For example, if they say, if you don't pay your property tax, we're going to take your property, or if you don't pay your property tax, you're not going to get any service, uh, no ambulances, no hospital service, uh, no fire service. That's a total lie. And that's why, because really all of our all of our services of the government are really all paid by excise taxes, not property taxes. So the money for the property taxes, most of it goes in the assessor's pocket. Into where? They go to the assessor in his pocket. In his pocket. Okay. In his pocket, okay? It does not go in the government, as people think it does. It's a total sham. It helps support the new world order, for that matter. Okay, next thing is, um, you know, what what is their procedure to tax private property? If you if you go through all your different areas of taxes, as I did for property tax, every single term they use refers only to business, business income, uh, inventory, uh, goods, goods for sale, uh, uh, movement of goods, movement of a house, movement of property based on sale. Okay, so you're not involved in that area with the private property. There is no tax on private property. People don't realize that. And that's where's your where's your claim that private property is real property. Well, private property cannot be real property, and that your shelter is is not a business. Okay, if it is a business, then there might be something else what to deal with. But typically, people have a might have a one a one-story home or a two-story home, and they have all the rooms for the family, different bedrooms and all this, and uh, that's it. As if we work somebody else, work for a firm somewhere down the road, and uh, that's not the basis of the, of the business. And then if they do have a business, it has to be registered with the county or with the state. Right? And, and then in that case, it might be some other problem with that, but uh, as far as your private property, that's not really affected. And then uh, another one is, words are claimed they're not simulating lawful process under color of law. Uh, basically, they're operating totally under color of law because they're coming in and they're classifying your property as a business. And basically, without your knowledge, and, and basically, most people don't have a clue that's even happening. They just say, well, here's your property tax. I was going to go up 10% this year or 20% and go to pay it. And people are scrambling like hell to pay, it, pay the property tax or they're going to lose their house. And, but this whole, most of the situations is all called for. 80% of the property tax should not be collected because most people's property is private. Simple as that. And then another one is, where's your claim that they're not falsifying government records for commercial gain? And they are. They're, they're falsifying government records. They're classifying your property, again, as business. So they're trying to make commercial gain on that classification without your knowledge, right? And then another one, uh, words are claimed they're not creating fictitious obligations for you by classifying your home as a business and charging you accordingly without your consent. And that's, that's pretty... Uh, self-explanatory things, so they're making fictitious obligations. Now, all these particular things they're doing, there are crimes for them doing all these items, by the way. I didn't get into that yet. Uh, another one is, where you claim they're not violating their oath and creating a breach of fiduciary duty, 
sedition, treason, and insurrection against the Constitution and legislative enactments by falsifying the government records for a commercial gain. Okay, does anybody have any questions so far? If you have any questions, hit star 8 on your phone and we will call on you. So if you have any questions, hit star 8 and we we will uh, uh, call on you and can ask your question, and I'm repeating myself because so far nobody's done that. Oh, there we go. We got somebody from Tejas, Texas. Go ahead. Hi, Tad. It's hi, Tad. It's Anna. Hi, Anna. I've talked with you guys before. Cool. Um, I have a question. So I'm an insurance agent, and my office is in my home. So how does that affect it? Well, that's fine. If your office is your home, you're still, you're not, it doesn't really matter because really, I, I didn't get into this yet, uh, but it's it, where, where you live in the territories and possessions of the United States? Yeah. It is? Are you sure? Um, well, no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, do you know, do you know the difference? Hold do you, on, do you know the one? difference between the United States and the United States of America? Oh, yeah. You mean the corporation or the yes. organic government? Yes. Yeah. All right. So so you don't live in Guam or Puerto Rico or the Virgin Islands or Samoa or one no. of those places? Okay, all right. Well, that's not applicable then, is it? Because this all refers to the state, and the, the word state refers only to the possessions and territories of the United States, not the Union States. Okay. Uh, all right. Does that, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Good. Good. Okay. Any more questions? Okay, if you can, Anna, um, hit star six to mute out because I've got some background music or something. Okay, if there's any other questions, hit star eight. Otherwise, we're going to continue. Uh, okay, Walter. All right, good. Well, here's another one here. Words are claimed that they're not denying your right to peaceful possession of your property by sending you fraudulent presentments in the mail. Now, they're sending, they're sending you fraudulent presentments in the mail. That's a charge you can hit them against them from the post office for making fraudulent presentments, the fraudulent claims, the fraudulent claim that you have a business where you don't, you have private property and not not a situs, and they want to charge you for having that particular business, that's a total lie, all right? You want to get them for that, okay, then, and you can get these people, by the way, really good, okay, and I could get into this a little bit, but I'm sure you would hang on to that part. Uh, and here's another part. Words are claimed that the only people who sell property are people have. Uh, uh, let me rephrase it. Words are claimed that this is not the statement is not true. The only people who can sell property are people who have title to it. Think about this. If a person has a title to a property and makes them they seize your property, how can they sell your property if they don't have title for it? If they don't have title for it, that's total fraud. And that's been shown over and over with the U.S. Supreme Court's 
cases and everything else. That's called conversion, criminal conversion. And I'll get into that too if I have enough time. Uh, here's another one. Where's there, uh, this is a good one. Each company in each group has a corporate charter, do they not? So, for example, the cities, states, and counties all have corporate charters. So here's what you ask them. Say, where's your claim that their corporate charter allows them to falsify a government record for commercial gain? They don't have it. They're all doing it in their individual capacity with people doing it, so the people doing it are liable in their individual capacity to you big time. Okay? And then some of the, some of the terms that uh, I've come across here, I'll read some of these here so people can understand. Uh, definition of terms. Okay? The word person is defined several times. Uh, this is a person, human being, child, or individual. Okay, and this is under 1 U.S.C. Code, Section 8. And I didn't know about this until I read it the other day. It says, Section 8, determining the meaning of any act of Congress or of any ruling, regulation, or interpretation of the various administrative bureaus and agencies of the United States, the words person, human being, child, and individual shall include every infant member of the species, homo sapiens, who is born alive at any stage of development. So you're talking about the infants. But why would they say infants? Because infants are not competent and they cannot testify, right? So if you're a person, they should be classified as an infant. Isn't that nice? Uh, another one here is under Section uh, 26 U.S. Code, under Section 7701. Uh, all, all different authorities in there. The word person, word, and this is, this is the words they use in their code as well. It's all uniform. The word person shall be construed to mean and include individual, a trust, a state, partnership, association, company, or corporation. All right, so if you're one of those, does that say you're a living being? No. Okay, so that's all those are fictional characters. And I go into all this. And, and, and also the word fiduciary. The word fiduciary means a guardian, trustee, executor, administrator, receiver, conservator, or any person acting in any fiduciary capacity for any person. So when you're dealing with property tax, it's not the, the, tax, the, the tax assessor or the person dealing with the uh, the taxes assessing you this, are they not asking as a fiduciary? Think about it. This would, this would put them in a period in the area of uh, criminal conversion. And I'll, I'll get to that later. Okay, I'm going to some of the major uh, definitions here. The word, the term state is under this code, shall be construed to include the District of Columbia where such construction is necessary to carry out provision of this title. And then moves along, uh, this is under, also under 26 U.S.C. 7701A10, the term states shall be considered to include the District of Columbia. Okay, and then, uh, let's see, move on down. Um, here it is. Under 8 U.S.C., that's what I'm looking for, section 1101A36, the term state includes the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, Guam, Virgin Islands of the United States. 
So that covers that when they say the word state. Okay, so it's not what you think it is, typically. And then another one is under Title Four under Fight and CLC, the government and the states, over Chapter 4, Section 110. It says this, the term state includes any territory or possession of the United States. So the sovereign 50 union states are not territories or possessions of the United States, period. Okay? The states are sovereign over their own territories. So, for example, the state mentioned, the state mentioned in your state revenue of a taxation code is a federal enclave within the exterior boundaries of, of that state's republic. And people living within these areas are residents under the Internal Revenue Code, and in that condition, they live in the federal zone. So you don't want to be a resident either. There's a number of terms I'm going through here. Uh, residents, uh, let's see. Uh, residents are aliens who are permitted to take up permanent abode in the country. And as I move down here, I found some really good definitions. This is what they typically like to uh, uh, tag us as, uh, as far as being residents, permanent residents. I'll find this in here. Um, there it is. A lawful permanent resident. Okay, and this here's what it says. Such individual has the status of having been lawfully accorded the privilege of residing permanently in the United States as an immigrant in accordance with immigration laws, and such status has been has not been revoked. Okay, so are we all immigrants? No, I don't think so. I mean, some people are. I'm not. I was born here. How about yourself? And that's nuts. So they say you're a lawful permanent resident. They're lying. They, you basically, uh, you're not an immigrant. Simple as that. Okay? So, move along here. Uh, the, the, word, the term foreign state is a state, the income of which from source without the United States, which is not effectively connected with the conduct of, of trade or business within the United States, is not includable in gross income under, under subtitle A. Most people don't know that. By a foreign state, so you can you classify yourself as a foreign state. I have one myself. I have a foreign state for my name um, on that basis. And then uh, let's see here some other areas under 26 U.S.C. Code section 164 under taxes. I'm dealing again with the uh, this under section A1. This refers to state and local and foreign and comma real property taxes. What are real property tax deal with again with business? Okay, move on down to personal property tax. So personal property tax means an ad valorem tax which imposed on an annual basis in respect of personal property. Okay? But then you come on down to the word shelter. Because basically I mentioned shelter earlier. We all have shelters, do we not? I mean if we don't then we live on the street. But anyway, go to Black's Law Sixth Edition. It says shelter in statutes relating to the provision of food, clothing, and shelter for one's children. Term generally refers to a home with proper environments as well as protections from the weather. So does it say anything about business there? I don't think so. I mean, if, if you have to really read into it and lying with your teeth through every breath, they will come to that conclusion. But that's exactly what these people are doing. It's, 
It's horrible. Okay? And then move on there. Uh, you have definition of real property under 26 CFR 1.856610. And uh, it talks about this. Okay, move on down. The term real property means land and improvements to land. Local law definitions are not controlling for purposes of determining the meaning of the term real property. So I, I didn't realize this, that the term real property is really defined in the federal laws and not the state laws. Okay, so make it all uniform there. Uh, let's see, move on down. Referring to these. Okay, referring to, to buildings. Okay. Uh, and it talks about types of buildings. Okay, here's what the buildings are talking about. Uh, these are just, the word asset is used. Asset is referred to a business, okay? These are distinct assets that permanently affect houses, apartments, hotels, motels, enclosed stadiums and arenas, enclosed shopping malls, factory and office buildings, warehouses, barns, enclosed garages, enclosed transportation stations, and terminals and stores. Okay, these are buildings. Buildings or basically have a commercial definition. All right, then we move on down here. I'll move on to some of the other areas in here. Um, and then it talks about a structural component may qualify as real property only if the Real Estate Investment Trust, or REIT, holds its interest in the structural component together with real property interest and the space in inherently permanent structure served by the structural component. A mortgage secured by a structural component is a real estate asset only if the mortgage is also secured by real property interest in the inherently permanent structure served by the structural component. It goes on from there on that. But anyway, go, I could go on this all night, but can you imagine? I mean, most people are out there, they're just totally... They totally believe the government. They totally believe what they're told. They believe everything right down the line. And they try to tell people about this, and a lot of people can't accept it because they have to make, admit they've made a mistake. But I tell you, this can be done. Get people off their butt and be able to turn this country around and tell these tax assessors and these property appraisers that they are totally wrong and they are individual liable for your actions. We can go out there and get these guys. It's already being done to certain states in this country right now. So what I like to do is get people off their duff and, and explain to them what is happening here so people can move forward. It takes more than one or two people to do something sometimes, right. especially in this. So it's my intention to do it. Okay, and you can get off your butts and do something about it if you have property. You want to keep on paying and paying and paying. I just saw something the other day that came out. There's going to be a general raise of 3% or more on all the property tax in, the, in this country. Why? Wow. Because they're going to use it for the money is going to go into the, into the uh, military industrial complex. That's what it's for. The money does not go into your roads and facilities. It does not go there. All that is paid again by your excise taxes, more than enough. Okay, people so, are stupid. We got a few questions. Um, one listener asked, "Can we use twenty-one silver coins to own our titles in a lodial and not have to pay county land tax?" 
Well, actually, actually, the actually it's simpler than that. It's demanding their 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 jurisdiction, their subject matter jurisdiction for private property. Okay, they don't have any. And if they want to move forward on you, you move forward on them with a preemptive lien and a in a non-lease pendants lien in their individual capacity because they're damaging you and they're changing government uh, records. You're doing everything they can, and people don't know this, but they know. They know full well what they're doing. They are there. They they are not there as dummies. They know exactly what they're doing. And basically, when you tell them this, they will refrain. They will stop this from probably attacking you. They'll, they'll always want to attack somebody else who does not want to come against them. But the whole thing is their subject matter jurisdiction. They have no jurisdiction over private property. I cannot find it anywhere. It's not out there. Okay. That's your question. Um, I guess it was somebody on the chat. So I think we have somebody live here from Texas. When you're lying on mutes, it's your turn. Uh, is there, am I unmuted? Well, you are now. Yes. So uh, Mike, just got a simple question. Do you have it in any constitution followed up by the statutes? that you're talking about, where private property is actually personal property? Well, you have your private property is in the Constitution that you have a right to have your your property, okay? And basically, and you have, if you have people want to come against it for challenges of $20 or more, you have to have a trial by jury, okay? There has to be due process. Would you like the constitutional section followed by the administrative sections in Florida that shows specifically what it is you're talking about? Well, I, I have a lot of Florida law in my in my uh, file here. I didn't get into any of that yet. Uh, this is a big, big file. Okay. Well, this is only three sections. Yes. It's simple. It's cut and dried. Would you Go like ahead. to move it, or do you want so, me to wait for you to well, come? Well, go ahead. Uh, Okay. Uh, Article 7 of the Florida Constitution states, There shall be exempt from taxation cumulatively to every head of a family residing in this state household goods and personal effects to the value fixed by general law, not less than $1,000, and to every widow or widower or person who is blind or totally permanently disabled, property to the value fixed by general law, not less than $500. Yes, I'm familiar with that. Fine and dandy, but that does not say much to somebody who doesn't. Uh, well, well, well here, here's what it's not saying. It says talking about your personal, your personal property. Is not your shelter your personal property? Let me finish, please. Go ahead, I'm listening. Under 196.181 of the Florida Codes, exemption of household goods and personal effects. There shall be exempt from taxation to every person residing and making his or her permanent home in this state household goods and personal effects. Title to such household goods and personal effects may be held individually by the, by the entireties, jointly or in common with others. Now that piggybacks along with the Constitution. So now we move to another section of the Florida Code, such as it's called the Administrative Code. And this code section is 12D as in David, dash 7.002. And this is the one that hits home. 
And this is the one that virtually nobody, probably except for yourself, knows about. And this is a quote. Only household goods and personal effects of the taxpayer, which are actually employed in the use of serving the creature comforts of the owner and not held for commercial purposes, are entitled to the exemption provided by Section 196.181 of the Florida Statutes, which is what I just read. Creature comforts, in quotes, are things which give bodily comfort such as food, clothing, and shelter. That's right. Using the Equal Emoluments Clause in the federal constitution, there's absolutely no reason why you can't bring up this jurisdictional argument, as you had mentioned, and have it enforced in another state. That's right. I have that that in my paper here. I was going to read that, but you already covered it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, anybody else has any questions, hit star eight on your phone, and we'll be happy to call you. Oh, well, there we go. Arizona. Hi, guys. How did I know? How are you know? How you doing tonight? Billy Bob, well, what can we do for you? <laughs> well, I've got, I, I've read that some of this law way many years ago that originally in America, because the Founding Fathers didn't want anyone to lose their home or their homestead, that that was not tax that was not property taxable, and you could not lose it. When or how did all this come in that you have to pay a tax on your homesteaded property or any property that you live in, or you lose it? And or, or when did property taxes start? Because it was considered an illegal, abhorrent thing to the founding fathers. Okay, so it it actually started after 1933 with the Federal Reserve got in with all this. That's the that's right after Roosevelt got in. That's where they started this. But okay. what they did, what they did, what they did is they they had the word homestead. But they classify the homestead as a situs, S-I-T-U-S. If they classify the homestead as a situs, it is taxable. But basically, you basically go and say it's not a situs. What they're doing, they're taking the first capital name and say that is a business, okay, for that particular property. Okay, so they basically, when they do that, most people don't know this, and they're basically, they're totally screwed. Okay, they don't know what to do, and all they do is challenge, well, I don't want to pay so much taxes, I want to have less taxes. Actually, they're not required to pay any taxes. That's the thing, okay? For where, example... Where is that in the... Uh, is it in the Constitution, Bill of Rights, or some amendment, or where is it? That well, what what would lose their home in America because of, of uh, property taxation? Well, they don't have any right. They have no lawful ability to do this. They do it through power, not through authority. There is no authority for them to do this at all. It's not there. I have yes. all laws about this. They are individual. Okay, let, let me take this further here. I've got this. Let me, let me move this down. 
in my presentation here so we can discuss this because it's a very important fact. Okay, this moved on down. Oh boy, oh boy, so many files here. Okay, um, uh, move this. Jeez, can't believe how big this is. Okay, this is um, under the U.S. Constitution. You have due process, right? No person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. We all know that, right? Nor shall private property, private property, you not say business property, private property, be taken for public use without just compensation, right? Does anybody have a problem with that? And that's laid out of their laws, right? Now, if any city or county wants to regulate, restrict, or eliminate any private property, it must pay for it out of its general fund. Regulations and restrictions are taken and must be compensated. So post your property, no trespass or private property to show it belongs to you. And it's under Monterey versus uh, Monterey versus Del Monte Dunes, 526 U.S. Okay, that's 1999 case. The district court's jury instructions directly jury that. One should find for the landowner if the jury found that a the landowner landowner had denied all economically viable use of his property, or b the city's decision did not substantially advance a legitimate public purpose. The jury awarded the landowner eight million dollars for the takings and one point four five million for the city's unlawful acts. So, for, for, for as no just compensation or. or providing an adequate post-deprivation remedy for the loss. The county is liable for any city employee violating the takings clause of the Fifth Amendment by trespassing. The property, owners, or the property owner owns all bundle of rights to come in with his deed as he bought it as is, and nobody can convert, alter, change, or amend his deed except him. Does anybody have any questions so far? Well, I I would that brought up another question. If you've done work on a piece of property pri- just prior to the owner just purchasing it, and then you and your company were never paid, let's just say for hundred thousand dollars worth of labor and materials of improvements to the pot that said property, just because he got a deed, uh, could not that company or individual still file a common law lien upon that property? Well, there sure he establishing his claim. Well, sure he can, because it's equity that you put in that property. You're entitled to get reimbursed, okay? And, and then here's, well, along with that, here's, here's something else. Cities and counties are forbidden by law to amend any deed, steal any deed, restrict its use, or to use deceit, distortion, fear, and threats to get the owner to amend by restricting his ownership and use of use of livestock, property, or his land. Post deprivation loss also attaches to the sale of any agriculture or other commodity interstate or interstate commerce which sales were diminished by the takings or restriction. Okay? And then further, uh, this this includes anything the landowner would buy for his use and enjoyment of his, pro- of his property. 
building materials, landscaping, gardening supplies, animal feed, livestock, pets, vehicles, etc., and damage for the takings without just compensation and for extortion are decided by a jury pursuant to the pursuant to the Seventh Amendment. And that's under Palazzo versus Rhode Island, five thirty five thirty three US. Okay, and also Demonte Monterey versus Delmonte Dumas and Lucas versus South Carolina Coastal Council. Okay. And then his Palazzo, uh, this, yeah. Palazzo, What was that? Palazzo versus what? Palazzo versus P A L A Z Z O L O Palazzo Palazzolo, I guess, versus Rhode Island, five thirty three US. Okay, that's one fifty L E D two D five nine two comma one two one S period C T two thousand one. That's two thousand one case. Okay. okay. And it's, all right. Yes. And uh and it also states uh, petitioners acquisition of title after the regulations effective date did not bar his taking claims. This court rejects the state Supreme Court's sweeping rule that a purchaser or a successor title holder like petitioner is deemed to have notice of an earlier enacted restriction and is barred from claiming that it affects the taking. Is that, does that bring it up a little more? Yeah, that was really good. Thank you. Okay, right. there's, so, a lot, there's a lot more on that, but anyway. We have another right. question from California. California, go ahead. Hi, Chad, this is Cindy. Cindy. How are you? <laughs> I've been trying to get a hold of you. Oh, you have? Oh, shoot. Well, I called the wrong Cindy. <laughs> okay. All right, Um. so I have a couple questions. One is, if you live in a gated plant, oh, we have a condominium in California, and okay. it's in like a gated, planned community. So um, is what you're talking about apply to something like that? Because, you know, the land is like divided into all these, you know, 500 pieces, and everybody has their home on top of really their land because that's an association. Right. Right. Okay. But, well, so so is that it's basically where you're living is that is that your shelter or is that a business? Yes, it is my shelter. Okay. Well, again, you have takings filed the Fifth Amendment. It's applicable to states for the Fourteenth Amendment. Okay, it prohibits the government from taking private property for public use without just compensation. I mean, your private property is key to this. You don't accept, you don't say that you have real estate there. And basically, as far as the property tax, they'll give you all kinds of definitions. Oh, your real property is this. You have a uh, which you don't have a real property. It's only a business. They, they say that uh, your, your market your market uh, uh, price or your market the market value is so and so. That only refers to if you're in business. If you're trying to sell your property, which is if you're not selling right. it, it's not it's not applicable. Okay, and mill the word mills that's that's a certain a certain uh, it's a non-existent form of money which they apply which can never be paid because your tax is supposed to be paid in mills. Mills don't exist, so so if you pay it with with Federal Reserve notes, it's never paid. That's why your taxes 
is you're paying it year after year after year because it's never paid to begin with. You can't pay with bills they don't exist. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay, but, and okay, go ahead. So 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 basically you challenge your subject matter jurisdiction. You challenge all I have a list of all the terms I show exactly that all the terms are referred to, all refer to business. Well you're not a business, there's your private shelter. Show have them show where that particular uh, uh, law that they have refers to a private shelter. There isn't any. It doesn't exist. They're lying. If they say it is, any even with their assessments, they have to. Do, you demand everything is done, wedding signed, sworn to under the pains right. and penalties of perjury. If they don't right. have that, they don't have anything, and they're individually liable for all their statements. And anything they say that is not sworn under punished perjury shall be sworn under, under punished perjury that sets certain statements that are not sworn to under under punished perjury uh, shall be signed under under punished perjury. All right, I, I got some rules about that in my head. I just stood them on out like that. But yeah, yeah. they they also also. What, what's in your favor is the Administrative Procedure Act. That's Article 5, Section 556D. It says, quote, the proponent of a rule or order has the burden of proof. If they had the burden of proof, they had the burden of proof. You don't. You say, well, show by land is, is not private. Well, they can't do that. It was show where it's a business. You know, they, can't, they, they cannot do that because they're classifying it wrong deliberately so they can have a commercial gain. It's a form of piracy. That's yeah, what they're doing. They're pirates. So, Walter, how does this look if one were to challenge them, and then you end up having to get in front of a jury? Do you not think, with the crooked judges we have, and then the jury, the people of your peers, that uh, I my thoughts are the jury would say this person's just trying to get out of paying their property taxes. I mean, well, how? Well, 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 here's, well, here, well, here's the thing. With all of that, you pull in. You, you can pull in all the defamations. You make all the defamations in your case to begin with and show that your your private property, your shelter, does not qualify in any way, shape, or form for those defamations and have them swear to it. The attorneys coming on, on their behalf, they will want to act as witnesses. If they come as witnesses, then you demand that they step down as witnesses and, and, right. for, and for attorneys. And basically, you demand everything they say uh, as witness with first-hand knowledge. We directly cross-examine them to make sure everything is true, complete, certain, and not misleading. Kind of move from that direction, okay? But before all this, you put a damn lien on them. I it see. It was a huge yeah. amount, huge amount, of money, like like a like a novice finished lien that they cannot remove. If they want to play this game, you play this game too. But you're going to win. Right. I'm I'm still hung up on, I know that this is my shelter, but literally the association takes care of, like, the roof and painting the outside of the building. I mean, I kind of only just own... Well, it's just still your shelter. It's still your shelter. Your okay. dwelling space is not a business. Right. If it's not a business, it's not a situs. If it's not a situs, it can't be taxed, period. Okay. okay. All so right. it doesn't have anything to do with all that. I get you now. Okay. Nothing, 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 nothing. Zero. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. 
All right. Um, and now, Walter, have you yourself taken this project upon with your own property? I don't have any property. Oh, okay. I just do research. I do legal work for people. I gotcha. Yeah, All it right? seems. It kind of seems like it might even be. Uh, well, no, I won't even go there. Let's just skip well, that part. Okay. Let, okay. let me let me let me let me take you where I got. It. Okay, I found some some really good videos on the internet about it, and they went into this, and thousands and thousands of people are doing this across the country. So okay. I, listened, I went I went through the videos. And I made a whole bunch of notes, took me about a day or so, listening to all this and and picking up all the research and looking up all terms, and it took me a few days to get here, okay? I might have given me a thought of the blue and said, okay, well, I just know this. No, I have to do research like everybody else. So that's what I'm sharing my knowledge with you guys so you you can see where I'm coming from, okay? Now, um, I spoke to, or my husband spoke to someone about a month ago, and she, she or he said, yeah, I need to sell the property because the taxes went up 30% in one yeah. year. That was in yeah. Texas, and it's really, it's, it's really. I know. Well, it's going to go up a lot more, Michael, 50% this year, okay? Not only, not, just everywhere, because uh, they're using uh, the money. For the for the military industrial complex, that's where the money goes. It does not go into your roads and into your areas. Right. All all your roads and all of your services, everything you see around you is paid by excise taxes. You can look it up. Property tax doesn't pay anything. That's all. It's that's all a tax to fund the new world order. It's all the money goes into. Okay, gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Same with the income tax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Cindy, I just wanted to let you know I heard you on that other call. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. remember which call that was. Oh, the Republic. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. I know. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's all pretty darn good too. I'll I'll have to share and, my info. And with you. the the mentor for that call is on our call tonight as well. He is. <clears throat> yep, and we're probably going to be holding calls with him regularly now. But I, don't want to, I don't want to say anything officially. I don't want to identify sure. him. But yeah, we met with him. Uh, we had lunch with him about three weeks ago. He's the real deal. He's uh, a yeah. he, but he's only he's only tunnel visioned into that one specific subject. Exactly. About anything else, he'll go. I don't know. This is something I had to do for myself. I've gone yep. through it. I've done it. And uh, Ron and I have seen the results. So it, it's been oh, pretty awesome. Great. Well, I just sent mine off yesterday, so I'm looking forward to it. Okay, good. All right. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, thank you. All right, uh, back to Texas. Go ahead. Tejas. Tejas. Hey, it's Frank again. Hey, go ahead. Okay. Um, I've been using. I've been doing this since 2002. I had my property off the rolls for two years. They fired the appraisal district director, put me back on. I got it off again. They put me back on. This is where I'm sitting today. I've got currently have one federal case, two appellate court cases, and one state district court case against wow. the district directors uh, and against the uh, appraisal review board members. Okay. I have one case in appellate court where they ruled that the 
state court does not have jurisdiction over the property, and in another state district court, they said they do have jurisdiction over the property. <laughs> so this okay. is catch-22. All right. I'm, I'm using three basic cases to claim jurisdiction, or lack of, or lack thereof in, in the case. Okay. Well, there, there's, there, I, have a, I have something about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's something I came across here. This file is so huge, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. But basically, if you have, if you have any laws as far as tax laws, they should be decided in favor of the citizen, not against him. These are under Supreme Court cases and other areas, too. I have it in my research. I remember reading that. So you can use that in your in your process, okay? I, I'm just trying to find it here. Uh, let's see. My God, this is huge. Well, what I'm using are three cases. The first one is out of the first court of appeals in Houston. It's called City of Houston versus Morgan Guarantee International Bank where they define the term that's used that makes all property taxable. The term oh, that they use is located in this state. That is the term in Texas that makes property is taxable. Located in the state? Well, the only word, the only definition of the word state in all our laws. No, 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 no. no. The case law defines the phrase located in this State. Uh, I hear you, but the word state is only defined as one place and refers, and I mentioned earlier in here, basically what it says, that's the, that's the territories and possessions of the United States, Guam, Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, that's where the state is, not in the Union States. Again. So it's not applicable. Again, the case law in Texas is specifically written to define the phrase of art in legalese to mean both domiciled in the state, which is Texas, and no, business. No, listen no, to no. It's not, it's not Texas. The word, listen, listen, I live in Texas. Listen, the word state only refers to the territories. Listen to me, please. When I brought this up in 2007 in front of a jury, in Houston, Texas, the judge threw the jury out of the courtroom, cleared the courtroom, and wanted to put me in contempt. I said, I said, why, to the judge? He said, you can't tell the jury and anybody else in this courtroom what the law is. So okay, I'm, really? Okay, would well, you tell him that he's making a legal termination from the bench? And he should recuse himself or, or be... Yeah, or, or, you know what he said to that? You say anything else, I'm going to hold you in contempt. Okay. And that was... I, I, I have ways to handle that. So I knew right then and there that I was on the right path. Because that is the one phrase in the entire Texas tax code that defines what kind of property is taxable. And you, my friend, are 100% correct. It is only property that is in business. That's you're right. 100% correct, and that's the proof of it. There's another case law out there that's called County of Dallas versus Brickman, B-R-I-N-K-M-A-N. I think it's L-D or J-D Brickman. And in that case, it's from Dallas, 
would they go ahead and say that the particular section of code where located in this state is tells you exactly what the limitations are of what the county can tax. And again, you are 100% correct. They claim that only property that is in business can be taxed. I'm giving you two more weapons in your arsenal that you can use. Okay, good. Now, are you familiar with the homestead exemption in Texas? I'm not in Texas, but generally the homestead, the homestead exemptions give you $1,000 or $5,000 exemption as a minimum. Uh, but basically the homestead exemptions always have a they have an exemption. The, exemption. the term exemption only refers to a taxable entity. Okay. So what they're referring to is still going back to the business side of it. No. But the private side, no. you can have homestead on the private side. Sir, in Texas, that's not the case at all. This is why I'm trying to explain this. In Texas, there's a case out of the Texas Supreme Court called Severance versus Patterson. Patterson was the general land office commissioner. The case was, was referred from the Southern District of Texas to the uh, Texas Supreme Court to answer one, well, actually, it's four questions that were asked. The Texas Supreme Court answered one question directly. The question that was posed to the TSC, the Texas Supreme Court, was this. What jurisdiction does the state have over private property? The Texas Supreme Court answered in four parts. The only jurisdiction the state had is one, over eminent domain. Two, if they were going to enforce a police action. Three, if it is a hazard. In other words, if it's dilapidated and falling down, the state, right. the city can take charge over it. The fourth way the state could have any jurisdiction over the property, which includes the counties, is if it is volunteered into the system. Right. In Texas, the homestead exemption is presented to a new homeowner at the time of closing. The reason why people sign it is because the realtors at the title company or the title company representatives say, would you like to lower your taxes? And they have people sign it willingly. That is one of the methods that they use in Texas. Well, actually, it's the only method they use in Texas to get you to volunteer into a contract for the assessment of taxes. In other states, they may not have this, but you still may qualify for a homestead exemption. If you, for example, say you want to opt out of it, is there any reason why you cannot do that? and make your property, again, unvoluntarily connected with the taxation of your private, personal property. Uh, okay, here, here's your answer to that. I don't see why you can't if you rescind your signatures. That is how you do it. That's one way of doing it, yes. In Texas, is rescinding the homestead exemption. Right. Once you rescind it, they have zero jurisdiction, and then they've got a problem. That's why I've got so many different opinions right now going on in these court cases. They don't know what to do with me. 
Good. Well, you want you want you want to give me your name, or give us your name, and uh, we you know we can work with. Uh, I, I find to pull this together really um, well. What you can do, don't give it over the uh, call. You can go to if you want to give us your name, you go to um, youhavetheright dot com. Y O U, you have the right dot com. Hit the contact button, and you can email it to me, and um, I'll pass it on. You got it. I'm doing it now. Okay. Okay. Now, now I'd like to add into this what is happening with the, with these uh, charging people with this uh, property tax. It really consists of terrorism. Okay. All terrorism takes away our freedom, such as our business and lives. Domestic terrorism takes many forms. Racketeering, extortion, false liens, false first nations, okay, and, and, and uh, uh, animal, see, there's animal enterprise terrorism, uh, theft, official oppression under color of law, it goes on, on, and on, okay. And this this particular problem goes back, you can go back to the colonists, because they were played oh, by... Oh, played by all kinds of problems before the revolution. So it's something that's new. Except that more people now don't want to do don't want to do anything about it because they are brainwashed not to think about it. They just brainwashed to be good good little boys and girls and go through life and don't challenge anything and uh and just basically just uh, watch all your football games and, and drink your beer and then have parties on the weekend and that's your life, which is all bullshit. Okay, people are not told on how to think. You got to try to get people to think, get them off their fat ass, and do something in their life. All right. So well I said, okay, we're we're up um, about one hour right now, and uh, so I think I'd like to wrap it up. <clears throat> All right. So. Um, okay, folks, thank you very much for uh, calling in tonight and participating. And uh, we'll have more calls like this. We may have some really good stuff coming up here real soon as well. So, um, Walter, thank you very much, and we'll see everybody again next week. Good night. Okay. Good night. God bless. Thank you. Good night. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.